0: Everybody, recording is on. We are live. Hello, and welcome to We Go Again podcast. This is Kristen Smith sitting over in Germany wondering the virtues of VAR.
1: And here in West London, it's me, Rob Overfield, who's not really wondering about much of anything this evening.
2: And here he barks, it's me, James Barstow. um Rob sounds uh, very, very, very tired. Um, Lots to talk about today again.
0: There's always things to talk about, and I think this is our challenge for the night um, as we record this on Thursday <laughs> night back to our normal slot. Um, is to see if we can get Rob out of his slumber from his beautiful dinner that he's just had. And he's uh, <laughs> a nice. Have you, have you got a glass of wine with you, Rob, or a glass of cider? Just to... No, I haven't. No, oh, I, haven't.
1: Well, I haven't got any alcohol whatsoever. If I had that, you'd have me sleep in half an hour and you'd have a very quiet show.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm not certain we would have a quiet show uh, because it's never quiet in barcelona and it's definitely not been quiet this week with um the police going to say hello to a few people at the office
2: yeah it's um it's been a, it, on and off the pitch this week it's been uh, quite eventful um but yeah on i think it was it was on monday i believe um Cadena Ser, a radio station out in, in Catalonia, uh, reported that the uh, Catalonian police had arrested former President uh, Joseph Maria Bartomeu at his home and raided the officers at Camp Nou. And I mistakenly, when I saw the headlines, because I, I didn't have a chance to read the story when I first saw the headlines, and Rob shared it into our group, and I immediately thought it's because of the financial state the club was left in when Bartomeu left, because you are, for, if you're massively in debt, he's personally liable for it, and it would mean that he would, he would go down for it. And that's what I assumed it was for. But no, it was something that happened last January when, um, allegedly, uh, Senor Bartomeu paid two social media platform company things, I have no idea these things existed, um, to libel his... Um, well... Some current players, his rivals for the presidency um,
0: um, just before allegedly liable
2: yeah i I, I, I used allegedly earlier um, <laughs> but yeah, this is all alleged, even though it's pretty much true well um, the
0: story the story is not alleged because we're reading off Sky News. Sky could have made up i suppose
2: yeah it, so basically there was oh, there was two it was it was something one of them was i three ventures, and the other company was something like. Um, ah, it was something stream or something like, it was, Anyway, the, the companies aren't that important. But basically, what he did is allegedly paid these companies to slander, um, ri- not not his rivals for the presidency because he wasn't eligible to stand because he's already done two terms. You can't do two more than two consecutive terms as Barcelona president. But he was getting it to slander uh, rivals to like his friends or his board members that would continue his work, which why anyone would want to continue what he's done to the club is beyond me. But um, they've slandered not only um, Joan Laporta and Tony Fraser and other presidential candidates, they've like Carlos Puyol and um, other ex-players and current players, including Leo Messi, um, which is one of the roots of the problems where Leo Messi has wanted to leave at least two years because he was done with Bartomeu um incidentally on Monday when he when he was at the Camp Nou he signed out that just after Bartomeu had been arrested he was signing police autographs to the police at the stadium which you know full well was deliberate because he knew there's a camera there um so it was a deliberate message that was um but yeah they they I don't know, it seems to be, not the fact that he, got, he paid these companies to, 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 to start these smear campaigns, but the fact that he paid more than the going rate, which, what is the going rate for a smear campaign? I have no idea. Um, but he, he, he paid them over a million euros, I think, but he did it sneakily. Now if he'd, have paid them, if he'd have paid it in one hit, he would have had to answer questions because of the size of the transaction. But he did it in 200,000 uh, 200, euro intervals, which means that it just passes through and it doesn't get questioned. It's bizarre, I know, but that, that's the way it went. Um, it will be the
0: corporate uh, governance that yeah. they've got in place there. There's, uh, a lot of my customers are a similar sort of thing. Is yeah. They have certain levels they can just sign off. Yeah,
2: the threshold on a single transaction, I assume. Um, and it's funny because there was a, a, a La Liga investigation that, that cleared it, but for some reason, the police of yeah, well, well, that you say that, but then the president of La Liga is Javier Tebas, and he's a Real Madrid member, so you yeah, have, but you th-
0: was, so you're saying because he's with another corrupt club,
2: um, the corrupt club, another, they're both corrupt. They yeah. are. Oh, aren't all big clubs? Um, but, yeah, the, it, the police obviously have, have unearthed some other evidence that means that the, they think there is a case. Again, that, um, we should say Bartomeo is out on, out on bail without charge at the minute, uh, as are the other three um, ex-directors that, that were arrested as well on Monday. Um, so, yeah, that's that's a story we can we can carry on monitoring. Speaking of the president, uh, the election is Sunday. Um, as we as a record is it, I think that's the 7th isn't it the 7th of March um, so, so there will be a new president in place bear in mind he resigned uh, was it November December he resigned and they've had no president since they've had a, a Carlos Tuskets who uh, you know just a an interim president which means they weren't able to sign anybody in january the the election was supposed to be in january but because of covid they postponed it to march which is you know can't argue with that's fair enough um but it is going ahead this this sunday so maybe maybe the club can take the first steps to uh, to trying to repair a really really ruined image um i mean just i I, I don't know. We've got three candidates that are going to, that are through for the final vote, um, X-Factor style. Uh, you've got Tony Fraser, who's the outsider. Um, Victor Font, who was the early favourite. Um, he said he was going to bring Xabi in as manager. And you've got Joanne Laporta, who was the previous, um, previous president when Frank Reichardt and Pep, Pep Guardiola were managers and, and Messi was just... Really hitting hitting the the incredible levels that he he, he reached, and you know Ronaldinho was there, and all the amazing players and the amazing teams that were built over that time. But he did bring um, the two presidents that followed him. He brought on board at the club, and both of them are going to have ended up in jail. So I'm I'm a little bit I'm a, I'm a little bit um ten, uh, dubious about about Laporta coming back in, but. He knows the club he knows how to run it he knows how to have fun doing it he knows how to build a team that pl- that people like to watch so hopefully you know if he does come back if he does win then we can we can get back to the good times um I, e- eventful on the pitch as well because wednesday night they uh they they played the second leg of their copa del rey semi-final against sevilla two nil down from the first leg and 1-3-2 in extra time to uh, to reach the final where they will play Levante or Athletic Club who were playing as we record on Thursday night and the bizarre thing there is that if Athletic Club reach the final it'll be their second final in a row they haven't even played last season's final yet they're still waiting to play for that and they could be in this season's final as well
0: Yeah, that uh, seems very bizarre. I know it's uh, it, just one re- of those the, things. It just well, the,
2: re- the reason is, is because it's a Basque derby. Um, it's Athletic Club against Real Sociedad, and both clubs came together at, last season and said we don't want to play it until we can have fans, because it's such a huge occasion. I mean, you know, not just for the Basque region, but for the whole of Spain. I mean, it's that's an incredible final lineup, um, and unfortunately, it looks like they're going to have to play it behind closed doors now because. Obviously, they have to play it. Um, I think both clubs have got new managers, and obviously there'll be a whole host of new players at both clubs. It's, it's it is a bizarre thing. I mean, it, it everybody agreed at the time because nobody thought it was still it was going to be another year before they could play it. So it's yeah, it's one of those things they're going to have to play it. I think they're going to have to play it in April, and then probably play this season's one, maybe at the start of next season, maybe you know as a. As a curtain raiser to the season, possibly, um, and leave it as long as possible to play last season's, because it, it would be a shame to play a match like that behind closed doors.
0: Yeah, but you can say that about a lot of matches. It it needs to it needs, it needs to be done. It needs Someone to be done and, and dusted it because it's going to be one of those ridiculous situations otherwise, where it's going to keep going on and on and on. And as I say, there are plenty. There's been massive matches all played behind. Closed doors and with reduced crowds and all of the other stuff. So, <clears throat> I think for for me, it it should be done uh, and done and dusted. And just have to suck it up and move it on, because otherwise it's a bit ridiculous saying, well, yeah, we've got this final from last year, then this final from this year, and potentially this final from next year.
2: And so, yep, totally agree. But I mean, if it had been any other, if it even if it had been a Classico final, um, I don't think they would have they would have done it because. You know, they they happen all the time. I think it was just because it's two clubs that, at the start of the season, you might not have thought would get to the final. And it's you know, it's the Basque derby. If it had been Barcelona against Real Sociedad, it would have gone ahead as planned. It's, it is purely because of of the uh, the the specialness and the uniqueness of the fixture. But yeah, um, they're just gonna have to just gonna have to get on with it now and play it.
0: Yeah, it's it's it's, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting. Uh...
2: To do oh, sorry, it, but and sorry, and the stupid thing is, the athletic club won the Supercopper against Barcelona. Now, to be in the Supercopper, you have to have got to the cup final. I think it, it, well, it's a four team tournament now, so it's first and second in La Liga, and I think it's the two finalists from the Copa del Rey. But usually, it's a cup winner and the league winner. But yeah, so they've already won the Supercopper without winning the Copa del Rey. <laughs>
0: Yeah, there's no, nothing. There's nothing particularly like um uh, with, with that. There's nothing particularly like trying to just make it um as money-making as possible for an extra four games for no reason.
2: Um, yeah, which were usually in Qatar, Saudi Arabia. I would
0: say were you, were, that was the ones where they just cleared off because they're trying to sell the league yeah. I think it was um, over Saudi to arabia places.
2: But yeah, I mean, it was quite good. It's quite good as a four team tournament, actually. It'd be, it'd be um, quite good to see that in England. You know, it's just a night. Nice, yeah, well, little... I
0: can guarantee you would get more fans if you went to Guitar and stuff if they were English because the. Well, this,
2: and it would stop them, it would stop the temptation of the whole 39th game crap that comes up every, every seven or eight years, wouldn't it? If you, if you did the Community Shield, call it this, the English Super Cup, change the name of it, call it the Super Cup. Don't call it the Charity Shield, a Community Shield. Call it the Super Cup, and play that abroad. Play that in Morocco, where Spain have had their Super Cup, and play it in in Qatar, isn't or wherever it, the money isn't is. Isn't it
0: the Charity Shield because it's supposed to or the Community Shield well, because they're supposed to the FA is supposed to give a lot of the do- uh, proceeds to charity.
2: But that money can be raised elsewhere, can't it? It's you know, and you still can. You can still give the TV rights or whatever to to charity, couldn't you? You know, I mean, I don't know how much of that. It's it's not going to be the whole proceeds, is it? So you you could do it in a little four-team tournament. They already do this stupid international cup thing in pre-season. Though they do like four different versions of it around the world. So do this with proper Premier League or FA Trophy at stake. Then.
0: No, because only only teams like Manchester United when they're grasping at straws to try and be the most successful team ever count the number of charity shield wins when a lot of people just treat it as a well you think it was never actually a game that people really cared about they used to have a, a friendly and then share it for the year
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: So for me if they're going to have that they need to make it worthwhile they need to make it actually meaningful and then people will take it seriously and say well okay the place a place in the europa league would be at stake or when they yeah, redo the champions league a place in the champions league it it could be they could make it different uh, to come through but i don't i don't see them doing that change because the managers don't really want it they want rid of it
2: yeah yeah well they they want rid of the carabao cup don't they as well so you know, which which you know they apart um, from Man City, Man City like the Carabao Cup. Yeah, they, they seem to don't they? Um, they could get rid of it. it if, at the end of the day, that's the EFL Cup, isn't it? The Premier League's got no right to be in it anyway.
0: <laughs> oh, they could they could put their Premier League two teams in it instead. Yeah, don't make it make it under twenty threes only.
2: <laughs> don't even well, go there. That's what the EFL Trophy's for. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but what I I want to just ask a question, and it could be one that Rob may know. Who is the manager at Romford at the moment?
1: Oh, there's a whole... Th- as far as I can tell... um, I don't it... think it's the obvious. I don't think it's the obvious.
2: What it's, Kristen it's, is, is it's, um, it's li- it's alluding on... to... He's listed on Wikipedia as their manager.
1: Yeah, well, what Kristen is alluding to is our old friend Mr Glenn Tamplin. Those of you who have got long memories and followed us back in the old non-league podcast days will remember that he was owner, manager, general loudmouth at Billericay Town. He ended up leaving there and then went to Romford Town.
0: Oh, he wasn't he was, a, he, he was wasn't involved for anywhere for two months. Mm, well, that was because oh
1: I think he was hoping he wouldn't get bored so quickly, but it didn't work. Um, <coughs> <laughs> so anyway, it just um, an announcement this afternoon came out to say that um, Mr. Tamplin has parted ways with the club, as Romford have put it. And they got a statement. They put out a statement, and as happened, mm. they. they Important words are after several conversations we have had with Glenn. We have decided to go our separate ways. Glenn is now working and living abroad and cannot devote the time required to push the club forward in the manner he wanted to, which means he's stuck overboard and he can't get over, can back over to uh, that northeastern part of London to put as many fingers in many pies as he can and create trouble. Because <laughs> to be honest, I don't know what on earth good he does. He's got money. He thinks he's an owner. He definitely only believes in a manag- He's a manager because he's definitely got not much in the way of ability there, and he keeps throwing money left, right, and centre at expert players and you know stuff like that. And it's just a case of Glenn, stop treating football as your as your, as, your, as your toy. Stop treating it as something as a bit of fun. Go back into business and do what you were doing and earn money and just don't get involved with football, please. Um, But to go back to the managerial side of things, there's another line to say that we are pleased to announce that the management team of Derek Duncan and Christos Mead have agreed to stay with the club. So what position did they hold? With the assistants, (laughs) because I can't believe Glenn Tamplin would bother with such things as assistant managers and stuff like that because he knows everything. Probably he must do because he keeps trying to be a manager. So, you know, it's just a case of hiding behind the um, current situation with leagues suspended, lockdowns and the rest of it You know, basically the club and Glen Tamplin have decided to go in different directions And to be honest, I can't say I'm sorry I'm going to be brutally honest, I can't say I'm sorry There's enough other trouble going on in non-league football And it's you know without without him poking his 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 all into things you know it's it's sad when you get involved with football and you know you end up thinking that you can be a chairman you can be a manager well yeah you can be a chairman you know that's not a problem because running a football club is not too dissimilar from running a business you still have to make decisions still have to pay people you still have to make sure you fulfill all your you know, your proper regulatory duties, you know, making sure you keep on top of things with HMRC and you know, you're not getting into trouble with the PFA and stuff like that. So, yeah, fair enough. You can be a chairman, but be a manager, you yeah, know, like, yeah, if you, mm, it, to be honest, I don't like it when owners and managers become the same person. And we know we've seen that at a number of clubs and it just never seems to really work out and um, you know i think it's just a case if you're a businessman involved in football sick to running the football club after all we've all heard the you know the old sort of humorous saying how do you make a small fortune in non-league football start with a big one and unfortunately too many people have done that you know, trying to run the club and be manager and find out you, it don't work. You know, it never. In the long term, it doesn't. In the short term, it does. Uh, you either end up being useless at coaching, or your club goes, you know, down the pan through it being run unprofessionally. But you know, Glenn Tamplin, enjoy your siesta wherever you're hiding. Probably in Spain somewhere, and I don't blame him. Yeah, it you know, does at least when they're living the abroad. Yeah, so Spain's, Spain's always a popular choice. You
0: know, I can't so see you, him being his fans. You would France explain why or, he, he can't get back.
1: Yeah. Hmm. I, I could believe it's Spain. There's not Co- other country me- in me- Europe that seems to be popular.
2: Maybe COVID's a conspiracy just to keep, keep him out. <laughs>
1: well, as far as I'm concerned, it can stay there. You know, as long as he gets further <laughs> the longest time, he gets away, the better. So, you know, but yeah, it's just yeah, I, I just don't know what it is I mean, we've all seen non-league footballs in a mess as it is, we don't need pe- more people coming in, thinking they're owners managers and generally everything when really it's just yeah, they're overstretching themselves and making themselves to be something they're not Hmm Yes, tricky one, but you know have a have a good time, wherever you
0: are Glen you'll not be missed much <laughs> So it's it's the thing with him being the owner as well and this is the bit that confuses me is well who owns the club now <laughs> i can understand him from his manager role uh leaving i mean, it sounds to me like because he did the same with Ricky he wanted to be um the owner and he was then manager and he wanted to do all that sort of thing as well and so it's just find um find interesting that He's giving up the ownership. Maybe he doesn't. He doesn't trust somebody else to because he's a, he, he borrowed fifty thousand pounds off a friend, off a friend's father, to and turned into forty million over a couple of decades. So he's good at what he does, mm. and maybe that's why he needs to have to have the full control. He doesn't trust anybody else to deliver what he thinks he mm. can deliver himself. Mm. I mean it's it's very possible is that
1: Chris. I mean we've seen it many a time where you've got absentee owners of football clubs. People who, you know, who've actually bought the club but you never see them anywhere near the club. It's always a chief executive running the running the show and the true owner never sets foot anywhere near the club, the ground, the training the training complex whatever. Happens all the time in football. But obviously he doesn't feel as if that's It's something he's comfortable with. He has to be involved. He has to, you know, basically make sure he's hands on to everything Yeah, the problem being hands on to everything is sometimes you don't have enough hands And sometimes you poke them in the wrong place, so Yeah, you know, it's you you could be right Kristen. He just doesn't trust anybody enough to delegate or to let anybody else take over because you know it's possible he just feels that no one else can do it like he can do it. Oh, Unfortunately, for the wrong kind he's of reason, is, he's right. is, is this money is wasting.
0: <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, no, nobody actually seems to... I, I think you're right. I think we'll 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 go on the big hunt of uh, Glenn uh, Tamplin, and I think he's in Spain as well. Yeah. Or the Bahamas. Bahamas would be nicer. Uh, it, let,
2: let's, it's right, going it it. to be mobs, isn't it? It's going to be mobs let's let's be honest
1: uh, it could well be it could be
0: <laughs> so yeah it's it's a uh, well at least with that romford aren't folding and they're not being closed whereas the inter owners have decided to close the league champions in china um and Jiangsu's women and youth teams have also been closed, and so Suning Holdings um, has shut down the champions. And I just now, if I was obviously in um, Italy, I would be concerned. Although they've come out and said and told the BBC, "Actually, no, 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 no. Everything's good. We've got nothing to fear here." Well, I would be uneasy if I was an Inter fan. I don't know about you, James.
2: Um, well, as a, I wouldn't say a fan, but a, a sympathiser of Inter, if, I, if I'm watching Serie A, it's their matches I will, I will look for first. Um, you
0: must be in a bad place if you need to watch Serie A. It's one of the worst leagues around.
2: Oh, but Inter are a lot of fun to watch, especially with um, Lukaku up front. The guy is just unstoppable Only when in that he's league. playing Latin. Yeah, that, yeah, it's good. But, and they're discussing families. But it, it looks like they, you know, Inter are going to win win Serie A at the minute. They, they're doing really well, and that kit is gorgeous. Love the blue and black. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Zhang Zhu won their first uh, Chinese Super League title just a few months ago. And, yeah, they, it, I mean, it's it's not even just a case of they've, they've gone into administration. The, they're done. <laughs> they they're finished. They, overnight, they've just shut them down. And as you said, they you know with them go the their women's super league and the youth teams. Now they have said that if someone wants to take them on, they can have them for a, for a dollar. So whether anybody will, I don't know. I mean, we have seen a bit of a a downturn in in the in the uh, Chinese super league in terms of. Transfers mm-hmm. from from mm-hmm. Europe, haven't we? Because, you know, a few years ago yeah. they were. Paying... Isn't
0: that because they banned everybody from Europe going to China?
2: They they did something, didn't they? They did something well, with. I was on about they, the COVID. They, they...
0: they just banned everybody from Well, yeah. From but I mean,
2: even before that, they 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 stopped um, spending money because I think the government had said you have to pay hundred percent tax on a on a foreign transfer. So if you spent fifty million buying a player from Man United, you'd also have to give the Chinese government fifty million. So that just kind of another 50 minutes. I'm sure they're mm. probably giving him that already probably yeah but mm. Um, mm. I mean we Rafa has recently quit his job at uh, Dalian something that he was at um, I can't remember the name it was Dalian someone or other Dalian X no I can't remember but he was out there on a massive contract and he's he's recently quit um, and you just think that the whole Ooh. the whole Chinese oh. bubble seems to be on the verge of bursting and yeah, this, this will be mm. extremely worrying. Um, mm. uh, Suning are a retail business, I think. And it, they, they, uh. they are shutting the soccer club so they can concentrate on that core business in the country. But yeah, as you say, Christian, it, it, they do say that uh. it won't affect internationally, but how can it not <sighs> when your parent company have, mm. have, you know, uh, are shutting down the club. I mean, is it to direct the finance towards towards Inter? I don't no, know. No, I, d- I don't um, think it is.
0: Um, I don't. Because further mm. down, um, Corriere della Ser- uh, De Sera um, has had updates on talks between Inter and BC Partners. Um, so, Corriere della Sera is a Milan-based funding, newspaper, uh, but is reporting that the BC Partners is. Offering a rumored 750 million euros, so uh, 900 million dollars or about 600 million quid, uh, to buy Inter from Suning. There's no actual agreement mm, in place, but that's what they understand is going mm, on. But Um, that
2: that doesn't that doesn't mean Inter are in the in the clear there because they're an investment firm which. Means yes, that they're, they're going they're to not,
0: strip the assets. It's exactly. nothing better than having the Serie A champions elect um to um, strip the assets of next season.
2: Exactly. For mm. I mean that's that's going to be the worrying thing is if is if, uh, if someone like that takes them over um because for the but, first time I think it's been what 10 12 years since they won Won Serie A. I think
0: it's been about ten years since anybody but Juve have won. Well, Serie a. <laughs> it has,
2: it has, yeah. And I think Inter might be the last team mm. to have done it, actually. Um, through, through when Mourinho was
1: the manager. There is actually a knock-on. There is actually a knock-on to the Premier League in this.
2: Yes, because Inter still owe United for Lukaku. They still owe him about no, fifty no, million.
1: No, don't no, 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 no. It is sort of, yeah. It is forty-seven million. is still owed to United because of Lukaku's move to Milan,
2: and considering um, half of half, half, half of the Premier League players, <laughs> most of the squad is yeah. from the Premier League. So. And
1: this, and I mean this, with uh, with Jiangsu, is not it's not the only club in um, in in what's going on in China because there's already been one club that's that folded last May because of, we couldn't get new new um, investment. There's a second, there's another club, you know, reportedly in trouble as well, probably going to be wound up as well. It looks as if, you know, the Chinese Super League's gone the wrong way about it. You know, they've got all these big investors coming in and they've just been hit with a perfect storm. You know, the case of, you know, the economy's going, you know, slowing down as much as it ever does in China. Um, That's because you don't know what it's actually doing. <laughs> mm, true. And also, the fact is that because of all these big multinationals who've basically running the clubs and funding the clubs, because their profits have basically fallen through the floor, bang, all of these clubs are now in danger. So, to be honest, I think it's starting to look as if. The game itself in China needs a little bit of readjustment. Um you know, you'd never get such thing as you know fan-owned clubs over there, or a, a setup a bit like what they visit at Barcelona. But yeah, you're starting to think, well, you know, is this necessarily a good way to um, to run clubs and run football in a country like you know, country like China? And you see, I've still got no real idea how popular football is. You know, in China. Well, this was the thing, home, wasn't it? The home football. the home football. I can understand they're very, very, you know, they love the Premier League and quite fond of, you know, some of the, the European leagues as well, but are they necessarily as fond of the, you know, the homegrown clubs, the ones that are based around them, or do they just want to be able to just sit and watch? You know the Premier League, Serie A, La Liga all the time. Are they actually bothered about having a, a quality league? Because if they don't have a quality professional league, then you imagine what a mess that could make in you know things like FIFA and any bid for any World Cups that might come along. Yeah. So this was you know, a thing a few years ago, wasn't it? Good,
2: you know, as far as Chinese football goes. No, the, yeah. the government a, a few years ago they they said they wanna they wanna get. Um, a, an international team capable of winning the World Cup, and that's that's why uh, all these clubs start paying ridiculous transfer fees and wages to get players over um, mm. to, to get the popularity mm. in the country. But I mean, you know, it's it's a it's a big old country, um, as you say, Rob. I don't know with what sort of crowds they get. I don't know what sort of size stadiums they've got. Whether they could uh, theoretically uh, uh, vote for a a um a well oh, not vote uh, apply for a world cup in the in the future i don't know i don't know if they're at that level um i'm assuming not um mm. but yeah that was that was the reason and but then for the government then to turn around and and say right you have to pay 100 percent tax on a transfer it it was that was always you know mm. when that when that happened a couple of years ago that was that was writing on the wall for me straight away um it was always always going to happen because the, you know, you're immediately losing any money that you're going to make on on shirt sales, aren't you? And, mm-hmm. and things like mm-hmm. that. I mean, from you know, Inter have got a hell of a lot of good players as well. You know, Lautaro Martinez mentioned Lukaku. They've got um, Christian Eriksen and and Milan Skriniar at, at centre back. They've got some fantastic players, and you can really, really see them getting you know a, a bit of a fire sale either. This coming summer, or in a couple of transfer windows ahead, so we might see some absolute world class players going for peanuts over the next uh, twelve to eighteen months I reckon
0: they have twenty nine stadia with uh, more than fifty thousand seats
2: Wow but do they fill them
0: i don't know that that bet's harder to find, but they have That's, they, they have forty four right. stadiums with over forty thousand seats so yeah. They have some oh.
2: Im- impressive. Uh, While we're talking about stadia, because um, I, I I I assume we kind of covered covered that now. I, d- I don't think there's. No, there was just of...
0: one thing I wanted to say. It go was then, the it was the blackened reds from Milan who was the last team to oh, not, be, the not be not be yeah to not to be from Turin
2: to uh, actually. When did they, they really? They won yep. it after Inter. They won it in, they won it in 2011, and ah, then they won it the year after Inter.
0: Yeah, well, it was two years after Inter, Inter last one in 2010. I'm sorry, yeah. it was a year after. I can't count. Yeah, <laughs> and then ah. it just went in- to yeah. it. When- and never left. Got it. Yeah, for a decade, um, ridiculous.
1: But be- before I've actually we found something about average attendances. Ah, could go on then. Go on then, Rob. Um, this, I mean, the lid, and this, but this is only current up to 2018, um, in which the average attendance at the games was 24,000 um i'm just looking through i'm just looking through to so, through some of the attendance figures and there's only one cl- two clubs who are playing in the league that get over 40,000
2: it's one of those guangzhou evergrande on, on
1: average just have a look yeah one one that's um. one
2: Chen Chen Chen, Oh oh, sh- oh God. No no no, uh, no, 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 no. It's not gonna be F I P G then F I P G? No, no, it's Beijing, go on. It's a Beijing. It Beijing? Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, Kristen's got it. Yeah,
1: Beijing. I I'm one. I'm just looking then, at actually it, it,
0: it, out of those forty four stadiums, there's only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve thirteen which have listed, well, twelve now because one of them's dis- disbanded, but um there's only twelve which actually have been listed with home teams. <laughs>
2: Oh wow!
1: Yes, it's 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 just a case of, you know, you, you yes, there's one or two clubs that are getting thirty thousand, but a lot of them are not getting any more crowds than what you'd get in the, you know, in the EFL Championship. So it does rather beg the question: Is has the experiment that you know that China wanted to put in place by popularising the game, paying out vast sums for? in transfer fees and salaries and things like that has it worked it's looking like it hasn't up to now and so perhaps they need to go away and possibly rethink about how they make it so you know that the football takes off in China because when you think of the population if they can't put their head together and get some you know some good coaching programs coming through that they can't build and develop a quality international team but this about World Cups don't forget you know, the World Cup's going to places that when you look at the standard of the professional football you're thinking, what on earth? I'm sure you remember the, the time the World Club um, went to
0: the US. I'm sure I imagine how good the Qatar national team is.
1: Well this is well, it I mean I mean you, how you, I mean what you standard could... is the Qatar, you know, domestic league? You don't you know, this is what I can't work out. FIFA wants to take the World Cup to some of these places And instead of it being Sort of like a festival of football It's almost like Rewarded to some nations You know As a sort of like Some kind of Boost That's development To develop the game In that country And I'm thinking Excuse me You know Where does this thinking Come from It's a bit like The European Championship You know Or the Olympics Or the European That's good No It's it's a bit like The tournament That should have taken last year That's going to take place this year
2: Oh, that's
1: a okay, good with all up. the you know the yeah. When you look at that, you know, we'll come into the main story about that because you know we need to talk about it. But you know, it's going to take place all over Europe, and it's also going to have matches in Azerbaijan. Now, the Azerbaijan domestic competition, it's functional, it works, but you know, excuse me, <laughs> you know, perhaps I'm just being a little bit um, elitist here, but. You know, I mean, I think I think it was it was Given the situation. How many of these countries are actually going to play? to Get the matches played? I,
2: I think just just to finish on on China. I mean, I, I think it was clearly the Premier League, as you say, is and other European leagues are, are, are popular over there. So I can understand the the thought process. If if we bring some of the big names over then it will, it will get bums on seats, but you can't force these things. You've, you've got to let them uh, grow organically. I think like, you know, cause Japan almost made the same mistake. Didn't they bring over Gary Lineker and, and players like that? Um, and then they've, they've just let it grow organically and it's now a a thriving sport in Japan. And I think, I think China have just gone about it a little bit um, headedly and, and thrown money at it. And it, it it's going to do more damage than than good, and it is a shame. But if if you've got a, a Chinese Super League game on at the same time as the Premier League are broadcasting a game over there, then it you know a lot of fans are probably going to stay indoors and watch the Man United game because that's that's who they know. They've never been to watch their local club, so they're not going to choose that over over a Man United game on TV. And the interesting, mm. we should just say as well, sooning um they were the they had or the company they own i can't remember exactly what it is now but they had the broadcasting deal in china or over in that part of the world and just stopped paying for it uh, which is why the premier league had a mad scramble because it was a good few hundred million that they were suddenly overnight Mm. again they were Mm. suddenly not receiving um so it is a very very big problem um and the fact that they say it isn't going to affect Inter Milan, it quite clearly is. At some point, it might be in a year, it might be in two, but at some point, it's going to come back on them.
0: Well, that's the, that's the thing to me. That's the, uh, it's not going to affect them because they're going to sell them. But
2: it's going to affect Inter. It's not going to affect Suning. It's going to affect, yeah. especially if it goes to an investment firm. Hmm. Hmm. Um, but I, we you, you mentioned the the Euros there, Rob. We've talked about it a few times before, haven't we? But there, w- there was a tweet came out, wasn't there? This I don't know. I don't know how much weight there was behind it. Um, but saying that that UEFA were were prepared to to give the uh, the UK or just England the Euros and just hold it all in one place rather than do do the twelve countries. Uh, they they are still hoping to do the twelve countries. Um, I don't think they're going to be able to. I don't think that's going. To, it's not. It's not wise. It, it's. It it's, never
0: was wise to begin with.
2: No, I had issues with it um, when it was announced ten years ago, whenever it was. Um, but let's face it: the only reason they were doing it is because no one wanted it. Um, mm. And obviously, England, are, you know, we're, we're doing pretty well with the vaccination of over, over 22 million. I think have had at least one one dose of it now um other countries are are doing it differently i think i think spain are are trying to get as many people double dosed rather than as many as possible getting at least one jab um but we're we're, we're streaking ahead of of europe in terms of the vaccination program so i think if it was to go to one country it would be probably to us and again we've said before we can do it without spending any money whatsoever because the stadia are already there the railway links are already there. It, you know we've got plenty of hotels and things like that. But I have a couple of problems with this. Is this really the way we want to use up our opportunity to host an international tournament? Doing one where half of it's going to be behind closed doors, um, because assuming that that June the twenty-first deadline when everything suddenly miraculously is normal again. Allegedly. Well, that's well, the date. That well, it's the not earliest, allegedly.
1: No. I- could it, it. It's the it, it's earliest a,
2: potential date. It's still a nail on date. if they carry on as they no, are. That is no, when no. it's going to be. N- no, earliest, that earliest, earliest, is the, early it, yeah, it the earliest. Yeah, maybe earliest but that date is the in date. which. It, that is no that it's, is, not,
1: it's not it's not it's not going to be a case of it It's from june, june 20th to june 21st and it all changes everything will be reviewed and to basically see can we do it on the 21st but that is oh, the yeah, earliest possible date they would countenance but they've still it's put a date on it it's not a, a case it. of it will happen In, oh, no, no, it's might, not, not, not a ha- case of saying it will happen but it can that be a case if, of this if, is if, what we would like if we
2: are if but if we don't have another spike and if if vaccinations continue yeah. then that will be the day. that's what and that's the day that's before what before be looking for england play the czech republic But interestingly, I was looking today, because I I was wondering how far through the tournament we would be at that point, and that would be the day before our final group game against the Czech Republic. Um, It's, interestingly, three days after our group game against Scotland, and I can't help thinking that that's deliberate, (laughs) that that Scotland game, whatever happens, is going to be behind closed doors, or is only going to have 10,000 English fans in the ground. I can't. <laughs> there's just a cynical little bit of me that thinks, yeah, we uh, probably should wait till that one's gone before we do it. Um, but I think there may be but, something in that one, James. Not yeah, thinking. but I mean, do you, do you really want? Is that how we want to host a tournament? Because presumably, if we did it, we're not going to we're not going to be eligible or allowed to apply or whatever terminology you want to use. It's going to be 30 years before we're, we're even considered again for Euros, isn't it? You know, a World Cup maybe because it's obviously FIFA, not UEFA. Um, but, but do we really want a tournament where a third of it's going to be behind closed doors and the rest of it's going to be... They might, we might be able to play the games. We might not be able to have the fans come over from Germany and France and Spain and Italy and you know, to, to watch the latter stages. So is that really how we want to host a tournament? I mean, and quite frankly, do we really want to help them out? I don't care. <laughs>
0: well, are the players going to turn up either? Because well, don't yes. forget... Leipzig and Liverpool, um, there are still, obviously, we're, we're looking at <coughs> a few months down the line, but there are still um, restrictions from Germany to the UK, yeah. and consequently, Where's... Leipzig and Liverpool are playing in Budapest again next week.
2: They, they've, they've, they've sorted that out, have they? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Because
0: it's, you're, Germany do not consider footballers uh, as essential personnel. Remarkably enough, um, and that's why they're not exempt from any quarantine. Seems so, fair. if Leipzig came to Liverpool, they would then have to have two weeks of not doing anything when they got back.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's, that's mm. fair. I mean, fair enough. I don't know what they're, what they're like in, in Germany in terms of, of, of being in a bubble and, and regular testing. I assume it's very similar to how it is in the Premier League. So, it is a little surprising because you could fly in, play the game, and fly straight back out again. But, yeah. Why not? Why not send two teams from affected countries to a uh, different country? Why not? Makes sense.
0: But it, it's to, it's to do with um, let's say it's not.
2: I know it's a government thing, isn't it? But yeah,
0: it's the it's the federal government who've said no. You're just playing football. You're not um, essential workers. So it's 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 just one of those things. Is that all and, of
2: them then? Is that, that going to be the uh, like the Man United? Second leg is that is it is it exactly the same for all of them?
0: I would presume so. I've only obviously seen the Liverpool one come out. I, I haven't looked at the other
2: ones. Yeah, because I, I, a few days ago, when listening to one of my many thousands of podcasts, it was it was still up in the air where that that Liverpool game was going to be. So, it doesn't surprise me. And and it's it's good that they're playing at the same stadium as well, because then there is no. But it's not oh, like a
0: silly Arsenal game where they're going to a completely different country again.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um but at least yeah at least they're playing it in the same stadium so it's, it's as fair as it can be i think um, yeah as
0: i say it's it, it's not it's not too bad uh, from that perspective but talking about stadiums we've already mentioned about stadiums now we mentioned last year um Sheffield wednesday were docked points um has derby county actually been docked points yet um, with the fact that they did a bit of dodgy with their stadium where Pride Park has actually been sold to their current owner who's trying to sell it, Who was trying to sell the club. So effectively, I, the club are going to be um, leasing their ground from their former owner rather than the actual owners.
2: I think they were cleared of it. They got bad lawyers. Um, the stadium is owned by Morris after he Bought it from Derby for to one million in 2018 as a way of ensuring the club did not break profit and sustainability rules. Derby were charged but cleared of all the major allegations concerning the spending rules. Even though the, the ground was valued at about 37 million or something like that, and yeah. um, the exact the exact amount over and above its valuation, the 54 million or whatever was the exact amount that they were in breach of FFP. So. Yes, a pro- shock. apparently, they, they were cleared of it, so they have got some damn good lawyers.
0: But more importantly, this they on the 6th of November last year, they announced, they agreed in principle, that Mel Morris and his Deve, Deventio Holdings had agreed the sale, subject to the um, fit and proper person's... Yeah, let's stop laughing at that. Um, <laughs> ...to Sheikh Khaled and Bin Sayed Group. And uh, so basically, Derby were going to become cousins of... With um, um, that other club up in plays in blue up in Manchester, who are bankrolled by another Sheikh, this one Sheikh Mansour, um, and so it's really interesting that we're now in March and still nothing has actually happened with it. So much so that the BBC have run a story about what's actually happening there. It, it
2: is a very very strange one now. Sheikh Khaled is um not a stranger to being linked to, to uh, buying clubs because he apparently tried to buy Liverpool um I'm presuming before uh, who is it, no, F, is it FFG? FS, FSG. FSG yeah uh, I think it must have been when when they bought the club that he lost out and he he was one of many 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 people that have apparently tried to purchase Newcastle United recently as well. So it it and Mike Ashley, 300
0: million, 150 million, to sixty yeah, million.
2: Yeah. Our final offer. Yeah. And Mike Ashley did apparently raise questions about his, his wealth and the fact that we are what, five months removed from from a, a, a sale being agreed to it not happening. It's um yeah. It's a little bit strange and you know, I just I I I'm it, It's they're one of those clubs, aren't they, Derby? That they're just they're never far from the headlines for for things off the pitch rather than on it. It's a bit like Sheffield Wednesday, isn't it? With mm. like, similar similar things at the stadium and Birmingham as well, and you know and Wigan. It's not about what's happening on the pitch. It's uh, it's about the the the, uh, the administration and and things going off on off the pitch. And I I don't I I just if I was I don't understand it. Why why just. I, I, just tell them to do one. Because <laughs> it's not going to be helping anybody, is it? I mean, you clearly haven't got the money. You clearly haven't got the backers or or the. I don't know. Whatever it is, you just clearly cannot take. You're just clearly not in a position to take over Derby County. So why, it, why is this still dragging on? It, it's just ridiculous. It really, really is. It's making them a laughing stock. And. You know they're a proud old English club, a, you know a legendary English club, and mm. they've just been dragged through the mud. Um, I mean, in fairness, by their current owner as well as as all this. But I would be just beside myself if I was a if I was a county fan. I really would.
0: Well, they've got um, haven't they got uh, tomorrow night? They've got a lovely club, uh, club from up the road uh, coming over to see them. What was that last week? That could have been last week. What the derby? Um, yeah, they've just. Not it was. Sure. It was last weekend, I think. They played. Um, they were played against Forest. So it's it's a staggering how much money. I think two hundred million. Mr. Yeah, Morris is it alleged. Nil, it
2: was. It was nil nil, wasn't it? It was apparently mm. a terrible game or one one something like yeah, that. Yeah, uh,
0: it's um, Mr. Morris ploughed two hundred million in, and they didn't gain promotion, and so i can understand why he's cutting his losses they've really run it close with the um interesting accounting rules that they've followed <laughs> um with stuff um, <laughs> but clearly haven't broken anything um and so maybe that's the reason that uh, the shaky is wanting to get involved because he knows that they've got good lawyers and they can do like the old band city in as well we'll spend what we like and oh sorry you your post stated that your your stamp is a, a day old so now that your law doesn't count uh, huh. and so break any FFP but would you be doing that at Kaiserslautern James?
2: <laughs> oh god I am I mean I'm, I'm loving the save but my god it's tough to get some money together uh, maybe it's because I've got promoted too quickly but really really enjoying it it's been a little bit slow in terms of recording recently um, just with like homeschooling and and the wife not working it's just you know it's a madhouse pretty much 24-7 so it's, it's been a little bit slow on the on the recording front at the minute um, but yeah we are we're doing pretty well in, in the Bundesliga as well um, I think the end of the last video I think we're, we're like a point or two away from away from the European places which is mad it really is uh, halfway through the season we've just had the 2022 World Cup in it um, which I haven't recorded the episode which covers that but Germany made it to the final I will say that um, but I won't say who won it they were playing France but I won't say who won it but usually on on FM England win the World Cup so I'm quite happy to see that they didn't this time because it's (laughs) not very realistic is it it's because Harry
0: Kane is too much on the floor holding his ankles, and um, so we can go over and see you at uh, GamerJamesFM.com. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah I, suppose, I suppose I should have included that bit of info, <laughs> shouldn't I? <laughs> uh, yep, yeah, GamerJamesFM on on Twitter and YouTube and Instagram, and um, yeah, come along and uh, and check it out. And
0: Rob, dusting off the blog. and uh, you feeling a bit tired tonight? <laughs> so uh, maybe a bit of typing instead of a bit of talking
1: um well not only the blog at the moment because um the work on the hampton and borough centenary series it's still ongoing and yeah i've now got a weekly deadline to put something on the website so mm. so that's, that's another that's most of my saturday's taken up but yes um well what else has <laughs> been mm, well this is it james this is it so yeah opened up the blog last week still managed to annoy a few people so i must have been doing something right um, still arguing about the farcical goings-on in the in the uh, National League South which we haven't covered this evening but believe you me I think won't be too long before we do again because it's starting to get really ridiculous and you know just, you know, generally keeping things ticking over until we get to whatever is the um, new season hopefully, hopefully August Yeah, you know, that'll be nice and then we can just, you know, enjoy what we've missed for you know, almost a year now. But never mind.
0: That's the nice thing. Hopefully, with that, it's going to be more of a, um, <coughs> sorry, it was more of a situation that um, we have that we get back and we have a break and we have some fans back in place. I think that's the 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 nice thing for us all. You yeah. can always go to the. Um, website of as I see it.com and that'll lead you through to your blog and you can always go and visit the website of we go com, and you can see all of our back catalog and everything there but what have you been doing I thank you for listening.